The following is offered by Discerning Hearts, a 501c3 nonprofit Catholic apostolate dedicated to spiritual formation through the use of new media. To download this selection, or to browse hundreds of other programs, or to contribute to our mission with a charitable donation which is fully tax-deductible, visit our website at discerninghearts.com. reading from the book of Genesis. After the man, Adam, had eaten of the tree, the Lord God called to the man and asked him, Where are you? He answered, I heard you were in the garden, but I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. Then he asked, Who told you that you were naked? You have eaten, then, from the tree of which I had forbidden you to eat. The man replied, The woman who you put here with me, she gave me fruit from the tree, and so I ate it. The Lord God then asked the woman, Why did you do such a thing? The woman answered, The serpent tricked me into it, so I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you shall be banned from all the animals and from all the wild creatures. On your belly shall you crawl, and dirt shall you eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will strike at your head, while you strike at his heel. The man called his wife Eve, because she became the mother of all the living. The Word of the Lord. Our first parents came under bondage of Satan. They came and fell into sin, and they were going to come under death. The original plan of God was when he made our first parents that we would not die. We were going to live until we went to be with him forever in heaven. We were going to be without sin. But he, it was discovered that they broke his commandment. Listen to that third chapter. So when we have that history, that we have to realize that this history came into a plan. That after mankind fell, God had a plan. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavens, as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and without blemish before him. In love, he destined us for adoption to himself through Jesus Christ. In accord with the favor of his will, 
for the praise of the glory of his grace that he granted us in the beloved. In him we were also chosen, destined in accord with the purpose of the one who accomplishes all things according to the intention of his will, so that we might exist for the praise of his glory, we who first hoped in Christ. The Word of the Lord. After mankind sinned, that God planned our reconnection through Jesus Christ. That was planned before the foundation of the world. You belong to this family that had fallen. And all of our history, wherever we are, we die. And all of our history is we, we break we break the laws of, of whatever the tribal taboos were or whatever that was. All of us have errancy and, and, and sinfulness in our midst. And, of course, all of us are under that power of Satan. Today's feast, the Immaculate Conception, was a plan from the foundation of the world. And that's when it began. God looked over all the millennia all the time that it, from Adam and Eve, when uh, it says right at the end of the Genesis text, Eve was the mother of all the living. And so all of us, no matter who you are that's listening to me, no matter where you are, you are children of Adam and Eve. And you are destined to be under sin when you're born, under Satan when you're born and under the penalty of death. That's universal. Everyone in the world has inherited our, our first parents with one exception. And when we look at the gospel today, today we have the feast of the Immaculate Conception. Every human being was under the power of Satan under the power of sin, and under the power of death. And God made one exception, Mary. She was conceived without sin. And so we have in our teaching today, when you read, an angel coming from heaven. And as Paul had said right from the beginning, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavens, as he chose us in him before the world began. So what happened to Mary, that she was conceived without sin, is going to happen to you and to me, to Chris, and to anyone else in the world because of Jesus. And that can happen only because of Mary. So when the angel came from heaven, today is on this Feast of the Immaculate Conception, we have the second teaching. The Immaculate Conception of Mary is that she, at her conception, in her mother's womb, was conceived without sin. Anne and Joachim, the parents of Mary, were conceived in sin, just like the rest of us. Joseph was conceived in sin, Every person, 
But God had a plan for this woman, and an angel was sent to her to tell her. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who is called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. And now we have this second and magnificent and marvelous plan of God unfolding. I have come to announce that God has a son. Oh, my goodness. No one ever knew that. The first one to announce it and to have it announced was Gabriel telling Mary, I have a son, and my plan from the foundation of the world, as Paul says, he got to learn about it later, but the first one who knew it was Mary. He is the son of the Most High, and he has chosen that you become his mother. The Immaculate Conception of a Woman Full of Grace, never once under the power of Satan. So what does this mean? Listen to the text of Genesis again. Today is such a powerful, powerful day. When God comes to the serpent, he says, Then the Lord said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you shall crawl and be banned from the animals. On your belly shall you crawl, and dirt shall you eat all the days of your life. Now, I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. Who is the woman that's referred to there in Genesis? Mary. Who is the offspring of hers? Jesus! He will strike at your heel, Mary, while you strike at his head. You will crush the head of Satan. 
by your immaculate conception. You are such a force and a power against evil and Satan. And so now we have another woman who is going to be the, the second Eve. Today, we celebrate the Immaculate Conception, and we're going to have the virgin birth. When we celebrate this Christmas, the birth of Jesus, she, he was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, and he was born of the Virgin Mary. And so this Jesus then let's fast forward. What is the plan of God that Paul is talking about? He suffers, he dies, and he rises, and he conquers sin and Satan and death. Jesus is the Savior of a human who is Jesus, but he wants to have this participated in by all of those who will be joined to him. And so we read, and this is the most important part, I think, of today's text for us as we prepare for Christmas. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavens, as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. So before the world began, he's picking Mary to be the mother of Jesus, but what about you? And he has chosen you to be holy and blameless before him. In love, he destined us for adoption to himself through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has gone back to heaven where he is now, and he sent the Holy Spirit into the world to unite us with him He is our head in heaven. He is the head of the body, and we are the body. We are the church. We are in him. We are with him and through him. Brothers and sisters, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavens. As he chose us in him, before the foundation of the world, to be holy and without blemish before him. In love, he destined us for adoption to himself through Jesus Christ. In accord with the favor of his will, for the praise of the glory of his grace that he granted us in the beloved. In him, we were also chosen, destined, in accord with the purpose of the one who accomplishes all things according to the intention of his will, so that we might exist for the praise of his glory, we who first hoped in Christ. So Mary is the first. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But just as she is blessed, Paul says, so are you, and so am I. Blessed are we to be united with Jesus. What does that make us? One with Jesus. And he from the cross said, behold, your mother. So Mary is my mother and your mother. She is the mother of Jesus. 
our Savior, who has united us with himself, is in us and through us and with us. He suffered and died and rose in the year 33. He suffers and dies and rises this year, this Advent, in you and me. And so he is still living in the world, in me. I am in him. He is in me. And on this feast of the Immaculate Conception, as in we prepare for the birth of Jesus in the world at Christmas, what a powerful time to have this feast. And so we are now preparing these last days. This time of preparation is a time for you and I to take 15 or 20 minutes. Take the time. This is a very, very powerful time of contemplation. Contemplation of Satan's destruction of Adam and Eve and wanting to destroy our human race. And how Eve and Adam fell under the power of Satan and disobeyed God and lost his friendship and merited to die and to alienate themselves and their family from God by sin and to come under the power of the devil. That long history of humankind was broken 2,013 years ago by the birth of Jesus. That long history of dominance of Satan over every human being was destroyed by Jesus and when he suffered and died and rose. That day of resurrection, he conquered sin. He conquered the devil and he conquered death. Because he wanted to share it with us, he sent us the Holy Spirit, just as the Holy Spirit came upon the apostles. So the Holy Spirit came on the apostles and the church, and we were baptized. All of us, millions and millions of you who are Christians, the Holy Spirit has come upon us, and we have conceived of the Holy Spirit, and Christ is in us. All over the world, we are the body of Christ. That same Holy Spirit has descended upon every human being, every child of Adam and Eve, whatever your race, whatever your language. I'm sorry this isn't in every language. <clears throat> I hope all of this could be translated so that everyone in the world could hear Jesus Christ has chosen us and we are his adopted sons, we're the adopted sons and daughters, just as the Father loves Jesus, the Father loves you. Baptized, or even as that power is at work within you, to bring you to goodness and peace and love through, in, and with Jesus Christ. That's your calling. In him, we were also chosen, destined in accord with the purpose of the one who accomplished all things according 
to the intention of his will. That is the Father. The Father is calling us to be one with Jesus so that we might exist for the praise of his glory. We who first hoped in Christ. And so the Holy Spirit is so active today. Take the time, pray and think and contemplate the glory of God. It exists in you. And that power to continue to grow in you. This is a magnificent feast. And I'm so grateful and thankful to God for the work that Mary has in the salvation of all of humankind. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, And this is the sixth month for her who is called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. I would like to just conclude with, Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of death. Amen. God bless. You've been listening to Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. To hear and or to download this program or to browse hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit discerninghearts.com. This has been a production of Discerning Hearts. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission. And if you feel us worthy, consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible, to support our efforts. But most of all, we pray that you will tell a friend about DiscerningHearts.com.